0: Hi everybody and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Lots of big life events this week. Not for me.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you have anything going on. Personally. But like for the people
0: well, today is my one year anniversary.
1: Oh uh, well. Th- well i mean that's okay
0: yeah like it's cute i'm happy it's exciting but like it's you know there's a bigger things going on
1: yeah shout out to the phantom the phantom like what was that movie called the phantom jedi the phantom of the opera no the, well i guess i would call her the phantom, the phantom of the Opera. the phantom thread no the fuck was that movie called the first star wars movie the phantom menace
0: Oh my God! The Phantom Who Menace of this that?
1: podcast, Grace.
0: Yes, the Phantom Menace, Grace. Because I
1: think she is not really a Phantom Thread. She isn't a Phantom of the Opera. Although she will sing she'll, some of those she'll audio recordings know. we've gotten.
0: Oh, uh, she called me yesterday and started singing Sandcastles by Beyonce. Again, and I was
1: like,
0: of course, <laughs> she can't stop. So
1: she is the Phantom of the Opera. She is the and, Phantom you know, Menace. I-
0: I gassed her ass up. I'm like, you sound great.
1: <laughs> I'm like, that was a wild note. <laughs>
0: but you even said, you're like, there is something there.
1: There is something there. And I think if she wanted to be like the number one karaoke star of her town, she would be great. <laughs> I fear that in her mind, she's like going she's taking to top of way. the charts.
0: Yeah. It's move over Leah Michelle.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's like, um, I will be replacing him, Funny Girl.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> But shout out to her. She just got engaged. I had a very busy, terrible day yesterday. And to simply look at Instagram and see that, I was so thrilled and excited for her. And you know, it was tough when I posted about it and simply didn't tag her.
0: You know, I did notice that.
1: She was like, thank you so much. And I was like, huh. Shocking. I didn't add a tag or a name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was no name. It was just. Well, I
1: did say, congrats, Grace.
0: Right, but there wasn't like a tag, mm-hmm. you know. No, no no, um, no, 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 no. But I'm no. so glad she saw it.
1: Yeah, I'm glad she follows me down to the minute. Because if yeah. not, she would never have seen it. You know,
0: she was so happy. It was so cute. It's the saga with the ring is one of the best stories ever. It's iconic. So,
1: well, let's save that. for And Hot you won't Off know that
0: <laughs> you. I'm not telling the story on this podcast. No,
1: well, maybe she'll tell it over on Hot Off the Mess
0: oh i mean it's not bad i'm just saying she's like the Lindsay,
1: you are the danielle
0: oh my god i know so many people were messaging me and they're like did will tell you that she was getting because that's a thing on summer house How? like yeah and did know. he no but i knew it was coming
1: i think everyone did and i'm they? fine
0: with him not telling of me course
1: it has nothing to do I'm with normal you. <laughs>
0: i know i'm like you guys are fucking weird if, you, yeah, if you care about that shit, I just can't. That is one
1: of the most bad shit. Ins- and I guess I'm now trying to think of all of the you know proposals on Sex the City. We know Big in the first movie didn't tell any of the girls because they got proposed while he was um, julianning some carrots. <laughs> Mm-hmm. A la Marnie. Um, and it was
0: it wasn't like a proposal. It was just kind of like we're getting married.
1: Yeah. But of course, the you know, they're you know, second go at the courthouse. He did have all the girls there. So they were so he rounded the troops there. Mm-hmm. Aiden spoke to Miranda and Samantha, but not Charlotte, which is still shocking and makes no sense. Shocking. Miranda proposed to Steve. Trey mm-hmm. didn't talk to any of the girls, I'm sure. I'm mm-hmm. not sure Harry did either. No. And so it's just not normal. No one's reaching out to anyone's best friend. I feel like people aren't even reaching out to parents anymore.
0: Yeah. I...
1: Unless you are a very conservative
0: Here's people. the thing. I am super close with my parents. So, like, them knowing and, like...
1: It's none of their business.
0: But for me, I would like them to know.
1: But it Why? Because what it would make
0: it, me feel good.
1: But what you don't care what they say? If no, they were not to in the
0: sense of, like, I think he should, like, ask them. You already know they like them. Right. I don't so think just, he...
1: It, I think it's a super antiquated... It's sort of, like, the same way I feel when dads cry at weddings. I'm like, she hasn't lived with you in ten years. You. Yeah. I hope you're still not being precious about her virginity.
0: <coughs> oh, my God
1: like what no. what are all these tears I, this isn't I like you didn't hand over just your like, best mule oh my
0: god like this is my daughter or like i think i see dad's cry like over their son's getting married
1: i just find it very strange that in our modern time in which most adults live is autonomous people well, starting at the age of 23 yeah. that when you get married 12 years later everyone's like wow now you're an adult and i should shed some tears
0: well here's the thing i don't ever want danny to ever ask my parents but i think giving them the the heads up like hey this is coming it's important to me and i but here's the thing it's not important to my parents i want to make that clear they don't give a fuck it just makes me
1: yeah it makes no sense to me i'm like i proposals should be between the two people. Mm -hmm. I have no clue why anyone else would be involved. Yeah. But maybe I'm just cold and heartless.
0: (laughs) I think it's like to each their own. I don't think you have to ask people's permission. I think that Um, that shit's really weird.
1: Yeah, the one time I was proposed to, I don't think he spoke to anyone. But then, of course, I did say no.
0: What? You were proposed to? Well, maybe
1: we'll put that behind the paywall.
0: (laughs) What are you saying? We'll talk about it later.
1: Yeah. We'll talk
0: about it behind the P-dubs.
1: Yeah, behind the paywall. And speaking of that paywall, thank you so much to all of the shorties who've already joined us over at Patreon. Incredible. It's a lot of fun over there. We're having a great time. A lot of succession talk. um, Mm -hmm. A lot of talking about Real Housewives. I'm begging everyone to talk about Mrs. Maisel and like four people are willing. A lot of San Francisco shorties simply giving me suggestions about my trip in july someone coming to detroit mm-hmm. so it's just a nice place in mm-hmm. community the bonus episodes have been chaotic wonderful lovely i
0: mean the sign off on last week's bonus was
1: shocking shocking <laughs> and look tonight's will be the same when we record right after this because guys this this main podcast is coming at you brian edited thank mm-hmm. god But you know we're trying to get you some fresh content, and so what's happening over on Patreon is shit's just going up. Cut, print, upload it. We know they need it. (laughs) I I logged, we logged off. I up, I downloaded it and threw it right up. I was like, let's go.
0: I know you got it up quick. I was like, wow.
1: Didn't even listen to it. Basically, I to scroll through it enough to hear that we'd both been recorded, and said, "That's fine with me."
0: Yeah. Click. Press play.
1: It, um, it's a, I'm having so much fun over there. We have officially scheduled our first Shorty Tom Hall. So this episode should be coming to you on Wednesday, June 7th. And look, I don't really know how you guys are going to get the Zoom link, but I'm going to figure that out. Maybe we'll just throw it up on Patreon and you can join if you want. hmm Seems to be the best way. Yeah. But on Thursday, June 15th at 6 p.m., we Eastern. invite. Ooh, yeah good looking there because you know we had a lot of trouble with <laughs> there's simpler. a lot of
0: time zones
1: we're like huh time zones yeah that's tough you know <laughs> we never know so you thank god we're on the same one or this podcast oh, Chris, would simply not get recorded no
0: we wouldn't have made it this far we wouldn't have been canceled twice and went out on our we own we wouldn't have if... ever
1: been on the air if so we weren't true. in the same time zone so, so true. on thursday june 15th at 6 p.m eastern standard time <laughs> We invite you to join us for the first Shorty Town Hall. Oh. We're going to be chatting about Gilmore Girls. We will be fresh yeah. off the finale of Succession, so that will probably actually be top of mind.
0: We will also be talking about Selling Sunset.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen a frame. Chris, Are you telling I me I have to watch beg. all of Selling Sunset by next week? It's
0: the easiest thing.
1: And by the way, by next week, I mean three weeks from now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you
1: <have> like a <laughs> and month honestly, you know I could take it down. Like a, you know I'll take it down in a moment.
0: Please. It's so... Good. It I, is like...
1: I do have a it, lot of thoughts about Chrishell and G-Flip.
0: Do you know why her name is Chriselle?
1: Because she was a big fan of Trishell no, 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 from no, the no, real no. world?
0: Let me tell you a little
1: story. All right. Well, we don't have a lot mom, of time, so keep it no,
0: quick. No, we have time. Let me tell you the story. All right. Her come mom on. gave birth at a Shell station, and the man who helped her's name is Chris. So her name is Chriselle.
1: That's like my name when they were just like, look, it's near Christmas time. Just name him Chris. Like, just like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She has a very fascinating backstory. She was homeless, lived in her car.
1: I love Chrishell. I don't know much about her, but I've seen her face. She's got the face of a sweet doll. Mm -mm. And I don't know who... What do you
0: think about G-Flip?
1: I don't know much about G-Flip. To me, G-Flip is like a DJ Tracy-esque character in my life. Yeah. Just a lesbian who came out of nowhere and is lovely.
0: G-Flip is a non-binary Australian drummer.
1: Oh, okay. So I thought G-Flip was a DJ.
0: Well, in that, okay. like sings, drums.
1: Okay, I didn't know that about them. Yeah. Well, I love G Flip. Yeah, I, we do.
0: We like G Flip a lot. And I
1: love Trishel. And look, I'm a fan of the show, and you know I would fuck both of those brothers.
0: Oh my God, no! Like the They're what Jason disgusting. Oppenheim does to me, it's Aren't like they not twins? okay. Yes.
1: So don't you like the other one, Brendan or John? Brett well his name is brett so that's tough
0: he's not as hot
1: from basically his just name being brett they have
0: tough. this like god we need to do a whole special episode on selling sunset guys please flood the comments and harass chris to watch if not no! i'll just talk they to already, myself they already are
1: harassing me after they were like why aren't you watching selling sunset and i said no chris, i'm
0: telling you you would can I, I just jump it. in
1: with this season do I, I don't have to go back do i no, you don't have okay, to. Okay, so I can just jump in and what is it, 10 episodes?
0: I would do I would actually start it at season five. So do last season and this season.
1: Oh, fuck. So I have to do twenty? I could do it.
0: Yeah, crow up. I watched like can.
1: five movies last night. I watched <laughs> yeah, like, Girl Interrupted we have three weeks. I watched Girl Interrupted Respect and then like took down two episodes of Crown in an oh, evening. Gosh.
0: What a what a <laughs> night for you.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll just follow the Netflix algorithm wherever it takes me.
0: Is Netflix your favorite streaming? Service.
1: Well, t- mm, well, I'll tell you what isn't, and that's Max. Mm. Max's <laughs> Max got quite Madina. a few bugs. I don't know what's going on with Max.
0: Why the fuck
1: <laughs> did they do this? It it's is terrible. The, the
0: week of the succession finale. Yeah, we're going to change it. They we're going to have
1: quite a few bugs.
0: I'm, I'm really concerned. Furious.
1: We're going to be in a Love Is Blind Netflix. Also, situation. it's like
0: HBO is such like
1: a staple. No, and have you seen the tagline oh. for Max? <laughs> no. <laughs> It is Max, the one where you watch HBO. You're like,
0: fucking lying to me.
1: Well, it's like, well, if like we're still hanging our hat on HBO, what are then we doing it, here?
0: Why don't we keep it at HBO Max?
1: Look, let's talk about the streaming practices over on uh, Patreon, where it'll be a little bit fresher because this is coming out in three weeks. Yeah. Max is probably going to Max is probably going to come and gone, and we're back to HBO Go by two seven.
0: <laughs> HBO <laughs> Now.
1: Yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course, I want to also thank our iconic shorties: Carlos, Gina, Jenny, Lauren, Charlotte, Ainsley, Laura, Jen, Caitlin, Kristen, and Lindsay. And look, that list is getting that longer list is growing. and longer. Yeah. And we love our iconic shorties. We love all of our shorties. Do you know
0: who's not on that list?
1: Pink Jungle, a newly engaged bitch. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, we went two places because <laughs> uh, she has said she'll be signing up, and she hasn't. Brian's going to kill me that I'm not talking to that mic. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're really twirling around. Over well, there, the I had chair. to plug my phone back up. You're it's so... going to die.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Um, there was one. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I wanted to share that there is going to be a 25th anniversary Sex in the City pop up shop.
0: What's the date?
1: June 10th is when I'll be there. And I saw it's like June 8th to June 11th. And I saw it and reserved a ticket within one second don't live in manhattan so then i had to get myself but some amtrak a tickets jump
0: you're a quick hop skip and a jump away
1: so i'll be going up i'll be we'll be covering my visit to i'm gonna see carrie's apartment
0: are you able to vlog
1: come again now <laughs> <laughs> vlog. i was thinking
0: it'd be fun if you could do a vlog and we what could is that on patreon what
1: the fuck is a vlog
0: are you kidding chris i don't have to, have to explain to you what a vlog is
1: well, a I, vlog. You, like you mean just take a video on my phone?
0: Yeah, like video. Like, hi guys. Like, I. Well, why did
1: you just Carrie's say
0: apartment? that?
1: Just because... take a video on my phone. That's not a vlog. It's just a video. Oh my god. Okay. What the fuck is a vlog?
0: She. What well, you know? What Sheena? she does That's a is, vlog.
1: Is there a vlog website? It's just a video. Is what you're asking me. It's to a take. really
0: long video, but like, I want to see you like in. You know, the apartment, I want you to, like, be, I want to, I want to live this experience with you, like, immersive, you know?
1: Look, if you are a shorty and you are available to go on June 10th at, I believe, 1.30 p.m. to the, and just like that Sex the City 25-year anniversary experience pop-up <laughs> shop. <laughs> I'll be there, and if you would like to, um... Lend us your video recording skills because what I can't do is be a face frontward facing camera person. Not oh, when Karen Pittman might be popping out of a corner or Cynthia Nixon. They've promised surprises. <laughs> I can't ha- I can't have that.
0: Right. Like you can't meet SJP and we're just like,
1: we're like, hey girl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: it's embarrassing. Let's have.
0: <gasps> we need to get you a little mic.
1: What? So you want me to also like red carpet interview people? <laughs> It it's a pop up shop.
0: I know you're right. You know, it wasn't to carry around
1: my shore, Mike. Just like, hey, girl. I
0: wish I was there.
1: Look, you can you can get you can fly in. <laughs> not not available to you.
0: I'm not sure if you're aware, but I had a little life changing experience. You my have to stop
1: talking about your life changing experience unless you're going to tell people what it is. Because at this point, I am in the trenches with people <laughs> screaming at me oh, about they're it. Asking you, it's replaced what? Well, I don't. We can't talk about that. You know what? I do. Hold on.
0: <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm super excited about that. We'll definitely be covering my experience at the Sex in the City 25th anniversary and just like that pop-up shop and uh, fashion and museum. <laughs> it's, it's a lot.
0: I'm obsessed with Sex and City. I don't know know what's going on. I feel like everything is nuts. The thing is, is like me saying that on this podcast where that is quite literally the premise is like well dubbed. But like there's just so many things that just are so camp and so funny to me. Like this idea that it's like the Sex and the City and just like that. 25 years pop up shop experience fashion and (laughs) museum. Like it's this crazy
1: name. And here's the thing. At this point, I I, I don't... It's going to be tough to admit this. Before we started this podcast, I think I liked Sex in the City a lot. It was definitely in my top maybe 10 to 15 television shows of all time. Yeah. I now no longer really like the show as much after spending all this time talking about it, and yet have dedicated my life to it. To the point where truly... I saw Sarah Jessica Parker's Instagram and was like, I don't have a choice. I feel it is my journalistic integrity to go. Yeah. And I was like, well, reserve. Train tickets were purchased within one second. It was like a madcap. I was like, well, done, bye, here we go, let's go. It
0: was a no-brainer.
1: It was done as quickly as, It was like, like
0: muscle memory.
1: Yeah, and I'll, I'll be there, you know. Mm. The Do you think I'll take the, the show on the road? Do you
0: think I, I'll be able to see it?
1: I don't know that it's going to land in Detroit. I feel okay. like it might go to the places that the girls went. Like I could see it going to like the Hamptons. Abu Dhabi? Maybe. Maybe Paris. Honestly, I could see it going like from like Chelsea to like the Upper East Side. It's not go- I don't think it's leaving Manhattan. It's proper. not leaving that island. I don't even think it's going to I don't even think it's going to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It's not crossing that bridge. No. No, no, no. Meet me on the bridge, Mamba. <laughs>
0: We get a lot to see this episode.
1: Yeah, oh boy. Well, guys, I hope you like that truly insane opening. That was one of our craziest. That
0: was that was a doozy. It went all
1: over the place, and I don't even think we talked about our lives or like what's going on or like what we're watching, yeah, we, which we, we usually do. To. I feel like it just went arr, arr, like just every which way.
0: Yeah, we started to do that and then went off the rails.
1: Should we get into the episode?
0: <clears throat> yes, please.
1: All right, this is season six, episode three, The Perfect Present. Let's start with a little episode synopsis. Carrie worries about Burger's ex. Samantha gets to know Jerry. Charlotte worries about losing herself. And Miranda is pissed at Steve. <laughs> what did you think of this episode overall before we start it?
0: I actually really liked it. It felt like every girl had a good storyline nothing was super deep or really intense to me it just felt like okay like we're the wheels are turning like we're moving somewhere what did you think
1: i would say i definitely agree with you that a lot was going on it did feel interminable in terms of its length like i i was like when is this episode going to be over
0: Mm -hmm. it was a long one it really was.
1: Um, but that's not to say that it was bad. It, I, I, there were parts of it I really enjoyed, and I didn't hate it. And one thing I want to reveal to the shorties, and someone asked me about this, we don't rate the episode before. It's like, Sam and I don't come... It, hold on, let me speak for myself. I do not come to a conclusion about my rating before we watch the episode. Before we record, I should say.
0: I agree. I don't have any idea of what I'm gonna rate it really until the very end.
1: Because I factor in our ability to talk about it. Because there have been episodes I've loved and then we've had nothing to say about it. And I'm like, well, if it was if it didn't bear any talking about, it, is it really that good? Then there've been ones we've hated and I'm like, we've been talking for three hours.
0: Yeah. Like where we're just like, wait, do we actually really so love this? So maybe we really love
1: this one. Yeah. And so I'm and this was an episode where I really thought, I think I'm gonna find my rating in the conversation yeah that's a nice place to be you know Mm-hmm. later that day i got to thinking about tense relationships and by that i mean a relationship and its connection to the past present and future tense at a certain age we've all had relationships that are far from
0: past perfect but how much does that past relationship affect our dream of a future perfect and as i became more and more tense i couldn't help but wonder Can you get to a future if your past is present?
1: Uh, I love this monologue. Chris. (laughs) This is like, I don't know, I really liked it. I love, like, I loved the use of tense in the two senses of literally tense, like body wise, and the tenses of our language. And I actually think there is something to be said for the idea of the past impacting our ability to have a present a perfect future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I do really think that that last line is really potent, and maybe we should unpack it. Can you get to a future if your past is present? Can you? Do you have to fully move on from something before you can make yourself available to a new relationship? Yes. I think that's a really potent question.
0: But I also think the answer to that is yes.
1: Oh, I, I see. I, I think it's actually no. I think you do need to do the work. And expel the demons. And I think there's textual we'll things in expel this.
0: Expel the demons and then go into your new relationship. You don't have to get into a new relationship and then expel the demons.
1: Yes, but that's what. So then you do agree with me.
0: Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't think. It, no, so, because okay. can you
1: get to a future if your past is present? If you believe yeah, that you expelling can't. your. That's not what you just said, sweets. Oh, sorry. I'm I mean, sorry. Brian, I, maybe roll the tapes. I might be wrong, but yeah. that seems to be the opposite of what you said before.
0: I meant, like, maybe I maybe I was hearing you
1: backwards. Or <laughs> well, maybe you don't understand this monologue, which is fine because it is all over the place.
0: It's really crazy. But, yeah, so, <laughs> I do think I agree with <laughs> you. Roll, yeah, like, roll, the ta- roll the tape.
1: I think that's a really potent question.
0: But I also think the answer to that is yes.
1: Oh, I see. I honestly, I, uh, I think it's actually no. I think you do need to do the work and expel the demons. And I think there's textual we'll things in this. Expel
0: the demons and then go into your new relationship. You don't have to get into a new relationship and then expel the demons.
1: Yes, but that's what. So then you do agree with me
0: yeah like you can't move on into a new relationship if you're still holding on to things from your past like you have to let that shit go you got to work through it
1: yeah you and it's important that you do that self-work you owe it to yourself try to get into a new relationship Mm -hmm. and look we did talk about that last week with right with charlotte well but by last week i mean five weeks ago when we we were still recording the first episode of this fucking season 18 times yeah um but we talked about that with Charlotte, of like she has really jumped into this completely new relationship. Mm. They did not waste no time with her. not a minute now before not we start minute. breaking down the girls, I wanted to chat about a little lady named Jennifer Coolidge. Now, I didn't even get did her character have a name?
0: Um not that I'm aware of it. She came in like it's a, a right out of hell, yeah, like, she came in hot. And vanished.
1: Now, hold on. Let me look I this up. I feel like it
0: was just supposed to be, like, just a celebrity cameo.
1: Mm-hmm. Jennifer Coolidge cameo in Sexness. Victoria. Victoria.
0: Victoria.
1: So we, had a, we met Victoria. And my question about this is, so how did you, I mean, of course, now in our new world, Jennifer Coolidge is queen, icon, legend, the internet's mm-hmm. mommy, Everyone is obsessed with... She's not mother. She's like mommy. Mommy. Everyone is obsessed with her.
0: Yeah. You know, famously... She's getting her flowers.
1: Famously, I do not care for the White Lotus. Um, I think you guys are tricking yourselves into thinking it is a better show than it is because it makes you feel smart. And maybe that should be behind the paywall with some of my other (laughs) Top (laughs) opinions. My (laughs) God.
0: I'm
1: going to lose some of those numbers.
0: Yeah. The numbers are going (laughs) to... They're going down. Talk about the, yeah, dwindling. Talk about the they're going
1: to dwindle just like America's guys. I hope with America still has money by the time you listen to this.
0: Why what's going on now?
1: The debt ceiling like June 1, America's literally going to go bankrupt.
0: Oh, but like what does that really mean?
1: We owe for us. Well, um like Nothing. the stock market is going to crash. There will be like the economy is going to go to shit bad. Oh. Like, it also affects, like, the world's economy. Like,
0: I just, like, don't understand. We'll talk about it later.
1: <laughs> Look, I just, I don't, like, understand. don't
0: get who we owe this money to. Uh,
1: China. It seems well, to be-
0: whatever. Like, okay. Also, America,
1: pay your fucking debts. Unlike the
0: charade. or, charades of the world.
1: Or, like, stop asking me to pay fucking Nelnet for my student loans. If America can't pay its debts... <sighs> That's another question.
0: Anyway, sorry to bring the mood down, guys. I just didn't really know.
1: <laughs> so, America's Mommy, Jennifer Coolidge.
0: Yeah, back to America's Mommy.
1: It is interesting to think, like, this would be a very exciting celebrity cameo at now. Yes. It's interesting, like, she's just sort of Stifler's mom and the lady from um, Christopher Blonde. Guest movies and Legally Blonde at this point. It's But she's, of course, amazing and great. I prefer her um, appearance on Friends, you know, I found her to be a strange character on the show. I didn't really understand why we were at this party, and the thing that I really bugged me was that I don't see how that character's breakup affects or fits into the theme of this episode. No. So she has she went through a terrible breakup, and now she's making purses, and everyone wow. thinks she's crazy. Well, how here's... does that fit into the past? future perfect
0: I think I'm gonna reach
1: all right so just
0: come along on this ride with me
1: try to get to the top of Kilimanjaro
0: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) is I think she's still care I think what they're saying is like she's She's still still
1: carrying
0: carrying the past past and putting it into her bags and like that's making them ugly
1: (laughs) that's the like wildest <laughs> take you've ever. So you're saying she's carrying her past a- and her literal baggage,
0: and her literal baggage, and like that's why they're so fucking ugly. It's because like she's working through her heartbreak.
1: Don't you think? Then we would have heard like a little, mon- like a little. Pun Absolutely not.
0: Michael Patrick King just wanted Jennifer Coolidge in and out.
1: Yeah, he was like, "Look, she's mommy. Get her on the show. Yeah, she's not available later in the season to play Lexi Featherstone and fall out of that window." Mm. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Wow. Rest in peace.
1: And maybe she was a big fan.
0: Yeah. I feel like now in this season and on, um, if we see celebrities, it's because they're big fans of the show. Well, they
1: always have been. I mean, Heidi Klum back in season four.
0: Yes. Heidi Klum. Would
1: you like to see Veronica, Vanessa, Veronica? What was
0: Victoria. it? Victoria.
1: Victoria. Would you like <sighs> to see her back and in just like that, just to settle where she is? No. You're good.
0: I'm okay. <laughs> she had a yeah. fabulous apartment. Beautiful. I mean, listen, I I wish her nothing but the best for her.
1: Do you know in the first movie when they go to that auction and they talk about the woman who I think might yes. have killed I think that should have been Victoria. Wow. Who? I cuz didn't she kill herself?
0: Victoria?
1: No, the woman in the auction.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And then they're buying all of her assets or the thing. Oh, no, she didn't kill herself. She's just broke. I don't think I Oh, think yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no.
0: She's still, <laughs> no, she's no, still, no. With.
1: She's still in the still of the story. She's still with us. She just got show. divorced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of my favorite characters in the history of Such in the City is uh, Daphne Rubin Vegas' character in the bathroom who says, She was a smart girl till she fell in love <laughs> <laughs> with her smoker's voice. hmm. Let's get into the episode. Okay. Let's start with um, Samantha. So she sees Smith at the party, and I really love with Charlotte. I really name. think
0: that was the whole setup. Was we just needed but, but like Smith that's a, to so come we, in.
1: So we brought in Jennifer. Coole. That is the other thing. It could just be we needed a party where she could see Smith again. Yeah. But that seems wild. Just have them at a cocktail party. This
0: made it more fun.
1: And then just have Charlotte look at the around the corner and go, "Hey, don't we know that? Winner?
0: Yeah, I fucked
1: him. Yeah, and I love Carrie. That guy." Like, ma'am, you want us to know one man you fucked? Yeah. And they legitimately, I mean, she's, I love Samantha so much because God bless her, she will ditch her friends at a party mm-hmm. and just fuck a man in a kit and a storage room, it looked like.
0: Yeah, it looked like Luke's storage room. Up like, against in the diner. Up
1: against the wine glasses. Yeah,
0: humping and pumping.
1: Poor Veronica, see, is it Veronica?
0: Victoria.
1: Victoria. I did watch an episode of Veronica's Closet like a few nights ago. So that's where my head is. Yeah,
0: that name is really on the top of your mind.
1: Yeah, and I am seeing Little Mermaid, but that's Vanessa. But that's over there. Who you know, plays con-
0: Vanessa in the new Little Mermaid? Is there a Vanessa?
1: Well, or are we Van- not
0: pitting women against women?
1: There's a Vanessa in the soundtrack and Halle Bailey plays the voice. But you're right. Who is it Chloe? <laughs> is it Beyonce? <laughs> Is it me?
0: <laughs> well, because you know Ursula turns into Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so she who's Megan McCarthy turning voice? into?
1: Meghan Markle. That'd be a great role for Meghan Markle.
0: Well, you know that they did diss Kate Princess Kate in the movie.
1: How dare they! Yeah. Now that I've heard her speak, she's a lo- well, You know what? Like, again, we got to put that again, over there. Off the rails. One day, I, one day, Sam and I will talk about my Royals controversial opinions. Yeah. And that's quite a few good boy if you there's a royal you hate i love them (laughs) where were we oh so samantha's fucking up against uh you know wine glasses and it ultimately leads to smith getting fired and so they're fucking again (laughs) this is she offers him three hundred dollars and looks him dead ass in the face and goes that's what the good the a-listers play the caterers
0: he's like bitch fuck you i
1: really appreciated his response you're fucking crazy he oh, did and he did throw the money back at her. Yeah,
0: he did. He didn't
1: he take did, it. He did hit her with a Moulin Rouge I've paid my whore and rolled out.
0: Yeah. I it's in that like little Are you a moment. fan of Moulin Rouge? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay. Okay. I revisited it recently. It is a terrible it's movie. bananas. It's a terrible <laughs> Well,
0: I don't like <laughs> what to say. Baz, Baz. I don't I just, really like I him.
1: was obsessed with Moulin Rouge when it came out. Me too. And I to watched re- it
0: all the time. And
1: I revisited, like, I sat down with my popcorn and a cocktail ready to eat. And was truly and like, what the a
0: trip.
1: fuck is going I was like, this is the worst. I was like, this is worse than Elvis. Oh, wait. Mm, <laughs> no, actually. No, no, no. no. Elvis is no. <laughs> well, um, but- Elvis has Colonel Parker.
0: Yes. <laughs> he really the snowman he really made the movie horrible but we got to get back on the track here we got to get but it was in this moment with smith where when he says that to her when he's like you're fucking crazy you're a crazy bitch it's kind of like he can kind of like fuck with samantha a little bit like he he can kind of give it to
1: her it's crazy though at this point we still don't know his name i know I, I no, I totally agree with you. I think that's what they're setting up. I just do not find him compelling or attractive.
0: That's insane. That's insane.
1: His face is too angular, his hair is too stringy. His body is too sculpted. You know how I feel about men who work out too much.
0: I know. I just love that he is just classically
1: He's not Robert Redford, uh,
0: like like dirty, sexy.
1: Like, he's kind of greasy,
0: he's kind of dirty, he's chiseled, like, he just is kind of like every woman's fantasy.
1: I don't even think he'd be that good and bad. He clearly is. I know, she said that. This is
0: every which way.
1: This is the one time where I looked at Samantha and was like, that's not true.
0: I can't even believe you're saying this.
1: Look, I just do not, there is nothing compelling, maybe it's also about, he had a strange guest stint on um, Charmed. After Sex in the City, does anybody remember that for me?
0: I don't remember that. Well, but know, I, again, I, I was a Warner just... Brother. I watched
1: every show on that network.
0: He's like car- almost like cartoonishly handsome to me.
1: Oh, not me.
0: Like I can just picture them. Like you know how like in Disney when they like draw the men, they make their nipples really big. Like that's how I picture him. Like like King Titan.
1: To me, he reminds me of the Beast at the end of the movie. Prince Adam. Yeah, just ugly. <laughs> not what you want to see we've been waiting this whole movie to see this beast turn into this hottie and it's like i thought i was getting prince eric i got this ugly fuck bell get the fuck out of there go back with your dead ass dead your deadbeat dad you know i like i, I love her dad and the dad's catching
0: on the yes. <laughs> no i i love him for samantha i think if they're like well i'm glad they didn't end up really
1: together let's just put it that way yeah, but maybe I'm Richard me. or Bust.
0: Oh, God. People are not going to like you no, in re- the upcoming I'm re- episodes. Because you're pro-, <laughs> pro-
1: No, 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 no. I'm, gonna, I'm literally going to be fighting for my life in season six.
0: We're going to see our Patreon subscribers
1: tumble.
0: <laughs> but you guys remember, like...
1: We also love and hate all of these characters. So I true. love Smith, and there Who are is, moments...
0: Who's someone that you, like, actually hate? Aiden?
1: yes Aiden is probably because even Steve I can find redeeming qualities in yeah I know the last
0: couple episodes you were throwing yourself at him well
1: don't you worry sweetie because that uh tennis ball is (laughs) crossing back over to the court (laughs) I am sick okay um Aiden I would say is probably my least for Aiden Tweety Bird Tom Big Bones the garbage. Bradley
0: Migo and Tom Bigbone are to me two of the most disgusting men that have ever walked on the screen. I
1: love Bradley Migo and, and his And the uh, turtle And his uh, his, furry, his furry nipples. Oh
0: my god, so disgusting.
1: No, that's my kind of body type, is Bradley Migo.
0: <laughs> A worm.
1: Just A like worm-y you know, body. just the man who's taking his shirt off, letting it all hang out. There's not much to look at, and you're happy to see it. And that's how I feel about myself. Well, Although I, I would look. never take my shirt off and pop lock.
0: Oh, my God. I I'd know. literally I rather be killed.
1: Um, so what did you think about the way this story is wrapped up? I love how we tried to transition out of all that nonsense.
0: And then we just circle in the drain of
1: <laughs> It's just chaos. like, so what did you think? We just bought bathing suits. What do you <laughs> think about <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. Should I tell everyone about my disco jacket I just
0: purchased? If you guys think this is off the rails, just get over to Patreon. You'll be really in for a treat.
1: Yeah. Um, So to wrap up, Samantha, what did you think about the ending of their sort of storyline where she decides that she's going to service him, she throws on her French maid outfit, is putting whipped cream all over him, and he's like, you don't even know my name.
0: Yeah. He's like, what's my name, girl?
1: Did you like that? Did you like their... Sort of final beat. I, did. I thought it was out of nowhere. It felt like it needed one more scene.
0: Yeah, it felt a little weird, but there was something at the end that's really stuck with me. Is he has this whipped cream all over his body, and then she lays down, and he kind of climbs on top of her to kiss her, and then it, like, gets the whipped cream all over her. I don't like that. Well, like yeah, so he,
1: he says, I'm an actor, and she says, oh, I just lost my heart on. yeah. And then she lays the she flops down and he gets on top of her. And I, but ultimately, I think the whipped cream was going to get on everyone anyway.
0: I thought she was going to lick it off.
1: How do you feel about food and such in the bedroom? It's a no. The hard path. No, hold on. Let me rephrase that. I am happy with myself personally eating in bed.
0: Oh, absolutely. I do (laughs) that all the time. I'm not, there's no sexual activity. It's sexual though.
1: And I also don't want to eat food in bed with another person. No, I don't. It's a solo activity. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think food should be sexy. Like, I, I don't get the whole s- chocolate covered strawberry angle.
1: Whipped cream, like, you're a hard ass. You ever bit
0: into a chocolate covered strawberry and, like, the chocolate like, crumbles all over. And
1: it I don't like chocolate. So, the uh, but a strawberry, though, is kind of sexy. I could see how people could sort of, I could Chris, see how strawberries are a sexual okay. fruit.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, I just don't find food sexy.
1: Have you ever fed another person? No.
0: And I don't want to, and I don't want them beating me.
1: No, no that would be no, terrifying. No, I'm
0: okay. Also, most of myself. the food
1: I like to eat is like, let's eat some ramen. It's like, Yeah, that- I'm like,
0: I'm like <laughs> no,
1: crazy. I don't know. But of course, you know, food is going to be a running theme with them. She'll be covered in sushi in but a few years, screaming mm-hmm. at him. Let's get into Char Char. And this is the storyline I struggled with the most in the episode Mm -hmm. because it just once again highlighted something I don't care for, which is me not liking the love story of Charlotte and Harry. And I'm going to be if you people don't realize what I've done for you all, which is I am killing my love of my favorite love story of all time Mm -hmm. by having to talk to you fuckers.
0: Yeah, I know. This is the one thing that really hurt me. That you and I came into this podcast many we were moons certain, ago. We
1: were like, when we get to that, that's going to be when we thrive, yeah. and we won't have anything bad to say.
0: No, and we've like,
1: Waited. we've really
0: hung our hat on them, like as the couple. This is our mm-hmm. stable couple. Mm-hmm. Nothing can happen to them. We protect them. The writers protect them. And now I'm thinking about it.
1: What did we all love about this story?
0: <laughs> it's confusing.
1: So Charlotte is working to accelerate her conversion Mm -hmm. and she's taking courses every day. And of course we do get the line I quoted not last week, but the week before Charlotte is taken to her Judaism classes, like a gefilte fish to water, which is so upsetting. (laughs) And here's the thing. I just don't. It is really tough in a 2023 context to see this woman change herself and also i thought about the accelerate the her accelerating it that part means that she is just trying to get to this end deadline
0: mm-hmm. i was, forgot that she did accelerated ones
1: yeah like no, look, i've told you get to work so that you can wrap this up and by the way <laughs> next week
0: so. yeah okay i mean she has to take like 75 class 75 hours or something of classes it's
1: 75 classes She's fully in her Hermione bag, raising her hand left and right. The rabbis like Charlotte, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And look, I've never you know converted to Judaism, but I didn't realize, and maybe this is realistic or not. And but they draw a pretty hard line of like you have to let go of your old traditions to get to be able to embrace this new identity you're taking on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that really just. It became such a, um exemplifier of what we had talked about, which is that Harry doesn't have to change at all.
0: Nothing. Harry gets to move into a beautiful apartment and sit his naked ass down on her her couches. He has to do nothing for her. I mean, It doesn't make any sense
1: to me. Yeah. And so she learns that Chris, she has to let go of Christmas and rain... No Christmas it was Christmas Caroline and Rudolph.
0: Mhm. I feel like No,
1: I was going to ask you this question, but yeah. I guess that would be like it's not a hypothetical. It will be maybe one day your life. Is there something you're not looking forward to to getting rid of in terms of Christianity? Um because I think Christmas would be the toughest thing for me.
0: Yeah, Christmas will definitely be tough. Um but Danny and I have talked. I Easter? think that every because Easter's different.
1: super important to you. You like Easter a ton, don't you? I like you?
0: Easter just because I like the food. <laughs> and and like, I didn't
1: even... You once told me that. I was like, I didn't even know Easter had And I, food. like, love
0: spring. Spring's my favorite season. I'm, so it's just, like, I I like... Really? hmm
1: Wow. You come off so beautifully as a basic fall girl.
0: No. I'm a spring girl. Yeah. But, I. so, I love that. Like, it just feels like everything's fresh and new and starting over and, like... You know, whatever, but so Danny and I have talked about Christmas, and him and his family are like have explained to me their side of like not wanting to have a Christmas tree and stuff like that, like for me, um, could you
1: have a Christmas tree in your home, but no. not in oh
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I know, I know
1: like I and, I've eyes. and to by him, the way guys i don't no, have I don't. a christmas tree but i love them
0: it's it's for me it's this idea of like i'm an i have a hard time and i him and i have talked about this a lot is like i'm an only child and so that's such a really nice tradition i have with my parents is like christmas morning and christmas eve like we and we don't celebrate the religious aspect of it because they're not religious at all um and neither am I really. Can I um, ask
1: what is what is their reasoning behind no Christmas tree?
0: Well, they're Jewish.
1: Well, no, I but I know Jewish people who do have Christmas trees in the very situation just, that you two would be in.
0: Yeah, they feel or Danny feels like growing up, it it was really. And he he's very proud of being Jewish. It was like impo-
1: he's, it's important to create the distinction that if yes. you are going to, like that, it's not this mixing of the two Correct. to be proudly Jewish. It asked, needs to be distinctly one thing. Yeah. I, and I, I have, can understand that. A little. Yeah,
0: and I, you know, of course, you know, I have brought up Garland and. But I and also I,
1: feel like, look, at the end of the day, because I try Mary to respect Jewish person.
0: Well, yeah, like I try to respect, but like, you
1: aren't you their, allowed to bring a little of yourself to this?
0: I know. I it's understand you're changing.
1: Look, maybe we should do not need to break this down on yeah. this
0: podcast. <laughs> he's also <laughs> and
1: have he's been ne- thinking about
0: it as well. And like, he's he's, he's never not very to this hard podcast, stance right, on it, I assume. No, no, no. He supports, but from afar.
1: Well, I don't know that he supports because I haven't seen his email come across Patreon, but uh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it is but anyway, available to him
1: um, if he, he should like to be there. And if, until he isn't, he is um, fair game on that Patreon. So maybe like your dad, who can now have an opinion of what content goes behind the uh, paywall. If you want to stop us from talking about something, get back there.
0: Yeah, get well, in the I yard
1: just, if you want to control us.
0: I um, yeah.
1: So let's move away from you and talk about my feelings about the Charlotte thing. And please know that anything I say in this space isn't related to what we just talked about. But I I don't know. I found it so depressing that Charlotte is putting up this Christmas tree in July and that she's calling it her last Christmas. And that when Harry offers her the door to, like, we can still have a Christmas tree, a lot of Jewish people do, Mm -hmm. she says no and I don't know why, and I don't, this is the show. I'm like, why would the show not let them mm-hmm. have this blended life? Where it is saying, it is positioning Harry as I don't as think like,
0: Charlotte can have that. I think she's a very black and white person. And she's like, if I'm doing all of this and I'm becoming Jewish, we're being Jewish.
1: But here's the thing. I see that as being true later, for right now, when clearly all she wants to do is get the ring. Yeah. And she needs to be like... No, I'm doing everything. I'm not doing, like, I am revoking all of this. And, but I thought about later seasons, and I'll have to go, you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, I do think we cut to them in front of a Christmas tree in the first movie. And I feel like they're all in, like, pajamas. It's like during the New Year's Eve scene, and they're all in these, like, cute, comfy pajamas, and they're, like, twinkle lights on them.
0: Maybe they have twinkle lights.
1: Well, well look, we do famously. Someone who's dated many Jewish men and been to many, you know, high holidays. We Uh know, you know, the decorations aren't the strength of that community.
0: (laughs) No, they don't decorate for stuff like that. So I don't know
1: what twinkle lights you would be referring to. Well,
0: maybe Charlotte threw up some lights.
1: So that's what. But I think that. So then she has found a way to incorporate her. Her upbringing we'll to go into back it, but see. I'm gonna have to hit that. But they're definitely, I feel like, in a like comfy, cozy, like red Christmas outfits. Wow,
0: I know Samantha is.
1: They're in like black robes. Oh, they're in like bluish black robes, and I oh feel in front like of the fire, in front of the fire, and I feel like it's um the dogs Lily and Charlotte and Harry and like a reddish. I want a picture and I do feel they're illuminated by the light of a Christmas tree and I want that for them and if that is the case then I think the journey is is that we're right now Charlotte is in this particular place in which she feels the absolute need to acquiesce to this Mm. to get that proposal Mm. and then maybe she wants to filter in Christianity and Christmas later. Yeah. Not even Christianity, I think really just Christmas, because LOLs. Well, like, By the way, the almost rabbi, to all these organized religions.
0: Well, like with the rabbi, he said, like, no, we don't do Christmas. But Harry's like, we can do a Christmas tree. Yeah. Like, it's different for everybody. Everybody does it different.
1: And look, it's just like, is it the end of the year without a Christmas tree? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you don't know either, but you're going to find out. Yeah. You're going to be like, when's the New Year's star? I don't know. I haven't seen a Christmas tree. I know. Um, But then we end the episode. And again, the fastest conversion we've ever seen. Episode three. She's having her mitzvah in the water. And I did. Shocking. I did really like the beat of like she was converting, but kept a little bit of herself when Mm -hmm. she asks, has this water been clean? Mm -hmm. And then I, again, that was a moment where I was like, well, there I am on the screen.
0: Yeah. There you are.
1: Oh, you should have seen naked in front of a rabbi. You should have seen how I ordered something recently. It was so shocking. I what was, was that? I ordered a salmon crudo and gave a particular way that I wanted the cucumber on the crudo cut.
0: You are the most annoying person on earth. <laughs>
1: okay, because you know you don't want it too thin, but you don't want it too thick. Uh huh. Let's get into Miranda. Okay.
0: I know. I know.
1: Darth Brady is back because. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He shows up late and Miranda's pissed. She's like, I've got an appointment to get to. She's always pissed. And I don't even know. Like, I just love that Miranda's life is like, I'm a lawyer, I've got appointments.
0: Yeah, I'm a businesswoman. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah.
1: Um, I have to get to this appointment. It's like, what a strange thing. I've never once had an appointment to get to. Even like, I would say the doctor. Like, if he's just like, I have an appointment.
0: I have appointments.
1: Yeah, it's like I no, have like, many
0: appointments. I have
1: to go to the doctor. I'm like have I have a like, dentist
0: appointment. I have, I have
1: dinner plans. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Just like, um, I'm already late for my appointment. Yeah. <laughs> And Steve's like maybe she doesn't want
0: Steve knowing her business.
1: She doesn't have any business. Her appointment is to probably go sit somewhere else and watch Jules and Mimi.
0: That is true. I feel like I've done that before, where I'm like, I have an appointment, and it's just I'm the appointment. It's me.
1: Oh, and by the way, self care, baby. If you need to lie to get out of something, taking fake phone calls to get out of things, because you know that's my mo. Oh, it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of like things, I'm like, oh my god, I have to take this call. I'm That's one of horrible. the best fake phone calls. You I, People have been like, <laughs> I've taken fake phone calls and then gotten into like, no, I don't think she's ever going to listen to this. And we won't tell what friend exactly it is. I took a 20 minute fake phone call that included a full story about why I needed to leave. That then exacerbated another friend to be like, okay, Chris, we should go. To, I'll drive you home. We got in the car and I said that was totally made up. I just wanted to leave. And the friend was like, Jesus Christ. They like asked me follow up questions about what they had heard. Like, oh, so you had answers. No, no, no. I mean when we got in the car, they were like, Oh my God, is the person like, are they okay? And I was like, they're fine. Like they're fine. I actually
0: haven't talked to them.
1: (laughs) I just wanted to go home.
0: You gotta do what you gotta do.
1: I I know how to leave um, pauses.
0: I I do a sun break every day now in the middle of my day from twelve to twelve thirty.
1: And what is that?
0: I go stand outside in the sun for thirty minutes.
1: Well, that's 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 nice. That's
0: yeah, yeah, self
1: care. Yeah, self care. So Steve's late, and he's like, "I was talking to. My, I had to. I'm sorry, I had to pick Debbie's car up. She was running late." Oh, <laughs> Steve, Debbie, Jennifer, Jessica—these names.
0: Susan. St- Although so I guess
1: Miranda's, like, I love where like, yeah. putting them but I guess that's just Where's Miranda. Not, like the
0: most beautiful name. But it's like
1: I think Miranda Priestley has like elevated that mm. name in my and Miranda Hobbs. I'm gonna give her that. But
0: yeah, but like,
1: and I guess it's yeah. You know, oh, that's no, that's a nice thing for me to say, about like that yeah. your name is Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I feel like they're like these the dumb bitches over here. Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> yeah. Nina. Oh, Nina Cat. <laughs> yeah, very harsh names. The consonants are hitting in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so she's confronted with the reality of this at brunch when Brady pulls out a bunch of condoms, um, a nice and just like that foreshadowing his obsession with condoms and he and Miranda's problems there. And okay. by that, I mean Miranda and Brady.
0: What would you do?
1: If my baby pulled out a bunch of condoms out of his baby bag. Mm hmm. Um, I think if I was in the same position as Miranda, I would probably just say, like, hey, this is an appropriate place for condoms to be. Like, I don't really understand why the condoms are in the baby bag.
0: Because he doesn't have a purse. And he
1: doesn't no, have a but like, them. No, but like why is he thinking, like, and again, maybe this is a question I am. I to think ask, he's
0: going to Debbie's house.
1: But why is he putting the condoms first of all why is he traveling with that many condoms
0: cause they're fucking Chris
1: and also they're why fucking... doesn't Debbie just have condoms like why can't the condoms just live just, at her place she's a woman who
0: doesn't have them
1: but they're I've together now I've never bought condoms
0: in my life
1: you've always wait, hoped that the man would supply them that seems dangerous to me yeah or I guess just don't sleep like well, I yeah, guess I never thought about Or just that. don't <laughs> Huh. We yeah. just landed on something clearly that I'm like, well, <laughs> they're not here. So I guess we keep going. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm a sexual health king. Yeah. I've never had an STD or an STI. I haven't either. And I'm very proud and of there's that. There's no fact, shame given if the, you uh, haven't. Oh my God. If you there's have. no shame. In fact, there's actual, like, I'm proud of you if you yeah. have. I'm just personally have never had one, which is shocking given the amount of people I've slept with. Okay. <laughs> And the amount of them I've forgotten, and we'll again another we'll get story to for that behind, story behind on the paywall. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Like, put your no one carries that amount of condoms around.
0: It just it felt was comical. Like Which I guess this felt is a comedy. almost like on purpose. Like he wanted Miranda to see he
1: them. He was so disgusting in this episode. He looked like such a like weak little boy when he was like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boy, yeah. Blah. What do you care?
0: Yeah, like, Ew.
1: <laughs> like can you get the fuck out of her apartment. Drop the baby off and go. Yeah, go do something. An, he's
0: literally incapable of just doing that.
1: His weak little—he f- no man has ever fluctuated between f- I find so attractive and then so disgusting week to week.
0: I find him at his most unattractive when they're on their honeymoon.
1: Oh, no, that's that's a real high for me when he's yeah, reading with his little butt out. That is it. me. If you've ever seen me on the weekend, I'm truly fully nude. Butt out? Butt out in bed <laughs> in that exact pose facing the backside of the bed.
0: You are so crazy. Never.
1: Yeah, you got to be I mean, some ass out while you're reading?
0: No, I'm i I'm always oh. just like, too cold.
1: Never you got to be ass out. Um, I don't know. I just don't think condoms should be in a baby bag at the they end of the day. End.
0: No, it's weird.
1: So it's fucking she, weird. She ends up throwing this in Steve's face, and she's screaming at him. And, of course, she's saying the baby has to come first and all this stuff, and the baby falls. And what Classic. I appreciated is, is that I remember, for some reason, this show cutting to Steve and him like having like a smug look. But that's mm-hmm. not really there.
0: Right. I imagined that as well.
1: But I bet he was fucking smug.
0: For sure. I, I
1: fucking I hate him. He's facing also, also a bad facing father. The baby. When he says we only do it when the baby's asleep.
0: No, I was Sir. disgusted Sir. by
1: that. Sir. Also, you don't say that to the mother of your child. And also, you only see your baby like once a week. Can you just spend time with him and not fuck Debbie? You are a, basically a single man with no responsibilities because you're a deadbeat dad. You cannot get your dick wet for a, for four hours while Miranda gets her hair colored.
0: Yeah, I also just have to say, like, he's facing the baby during this conversation. <laughs> he doesn't and say in a goddamn no thing. Point <laughs> he's is like, he like, "Oh, the baby's falling.
1: Oh, the baby's about to have massive brain damage. Who cares? I've got a hard on for fucking Debbie."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so sick of this guy.
0: Yeah, he's so <laughs> fucking marble mouth. I hate him.
1: Luckily, he didn't talk that much in this episode. No, but,
0: but to his say, actions. Like, we only spoke a million We only do it. Words.
1: You're a grown man. You're almost forty. <laughs> do it. And we're on HBO. Just say fuck. Yeah. We only Just make love while the baby's resting. I promise. Ugh. <laughs> and this is, by the way, I want to be very clear. This is the man you all have been in the trenches in defending justice for Steve. Carrying condoms around in his baby bag.
0: Yeah. Raised a monster.
1: And that baby's all Brady. Not that a little bit of Hobbs.
0: All fucking Brady.
1: That, that baby ain't got no Hobbs in him.
0: No, not a Hobbs. Not a lick of Hobbs.
1: Let's get into Ms. Bradshaw. Oh, boy. Okay. So she is heading over to Burger's apartment for the first time. What did you think of Burger's apartment?
0: It was very clean and very simple and very normal.
1: I thought it was actually quite chic. And um, well, yeah,
0: like it was a really, I thought it was nice.
1: And I thought it really, again, hits the mark that Burger is Carrie.
0: Mm -hmm. It looked just like her apartment. Yeah,
1: like that it's this sort of open concept. It's not, doesn't have the exact same layout, but it's small studio, but also economical in its use of space. It's not you know, it's not the multiple rooms of big. Even Mm -hmm. um Aiden had two spaces in his apart in his um living his living space, which Mm -hmm. still is crazy. He's like, I'll sell my place and move in here. Still makes zero sense. Mm -hmm. But that's Aiden Shaw. So I really liked it. I I thought the production design of it to have the um playing cards cards. I thought was a nice nod back to that because that never really gets mentioned again. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I really liked it, you know. Burger is cute, but then they start their fucking their oh cutesy stuff again, and I got so disgusted when she jumped on the bed. I was no, like, I know. are you, are you crazy? Like, are you an animal? Were Carrie's you raised doing by this wolves? Thing. Whoever would do that in someone's home?
0: <laughs> Carrie's doing this thing with Burger, and we see it next week, and we we see this all play out. But it's wow, painful. someone watched ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Is that she wants this to work so badly
1: But what is like, that based on you think currently Because I, I, I
0: think it's based on the fact that she does like him And that they do get along
1: And that he is her
0: Yes And that she's like it all works He's talkative He does this He's a writer like me Like we have this basically the same apartment Like everything is working But it is it's inter- not it is and it's, interesting you say she has to keep holding on she wants it to work so bad.
1: It's interesting you say he's a writer because when she's talking to Big Later she says that and it reminded me of when Oliver the gay guy asks her about Aiden mm-hmm. and she says he's tall. Mm-hmm. That like so you can kind of see like oh that is her thought of Aiden that it's this sort of stereotypical thing women want he's tall. Mm-hmm is the Mm -hmm. thing we're going to start with. And in this case, it is, he's a writer. He's like me. Mm -hmm. He's a writer too, I believe she says.
0: And I also feel like I've been her before, like where... You just got out of maybe a shitty relationship, or it didn't work But she work didn't out just you... get out
1: of a shitty relationship. Well,
0: well, she was, you know, she was engaged, and it's like she wants. That to was find... at least
1: nine months ago. We know because now Ethan's got a baby. <laughs> I mean, that's not that, that long was, ago. That was three and a half years ago, according to the storyline of this show.
0: Crazy, but I think she wants it to work so bad because she wants to prove to herself that like she can make this a relationship work, and she's putting a lot of pressure on herself and the relationship and him
1: great <laughs> i'm sorry i wasn't listening to what you said I okay i'll repeat myself no 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 i heard you okay. she's putting a lot of pressure on herself to make it work
0: mm-hmm.
1: what did and that's you... why like
0: when he brings up lauren
1: well before we get to lauren what do you think burger was making her because he's cooking when she walks in what do, do you... you what's the meal for What's burger? Spaghetti. Jack. The you way not he even was. Cro-
0: he no, he had like literal spaghetti noodles that he was breaking and putting in the
1: water. It's devastating. Yeah. My eyes didn't even let it like lay on that. If I ever and this is shout out to any gay male shorty who's listening, if we ever were to date and I go to your apartment and you're making pot spaghetti. <laughs> Jail. Jail. Like <laughs>
0: Spaghetti is not okay.
1: Do you, make a
0: rigatoni a gnocchi, a fucking
1: Honestly don't make pasta. Uh, Order in.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm shocked he's cooking. In that little apartment.
1: And that I guess is their one difference, right? He cooks. They ate
0: did they eat the spaghetti on the bed?
1: No, he has a little table.
0: Oh, I didn't you see, it. see I on the later. desk.
1: You see it later in the episode. There's like a little, t- there's okay. a very small little table.
0: Okay. So they Not get. against be- eating in bed, but like we discussed, no, no, I don't no, want no, to eat in bed with, with another, another person. person. No. no,
1: eating, you can't, you need to have. And guys, these are the rules of eating in bed. You have okay. to have one, you know, uh, like room for you and room one side for, for you and one side for the food. So yeah. the food acts as a sexual partner while in the bed.
0: Yes. Agreed, close side. Because if you
1: don't have enough room, if two people are eating in bed, one person moves, they spill something. You can't have two... One person no, has to in be in charge of... No, and
0: your elbows are hitting. It's...
1: One person has to be in charge of the equilibrium of the bed.
0: Yeah, yeah I you,
1: If you're moving around too much, you're going to have to do laundry, sheets. Mm-hmm. It can become a mess.
0: hmm
1: Now, then that noise machine comes on. And um, have you ever experienced a man who sleeps with a noise machine? Because I've no. never not... No, wait, I never have. Never not. I was like, never not? (laughs) That seems terrible. Yeah. I just don't know how that could help you sleep, the sounds of the Amazon. He was like, there are cicadas. (laughs) There are frogs. There are, you know, zabumafoos. People love that
0: shit. People love noise machines. Who? People. I see it all the time. People keep buying those hatch clocks.
1: What's a hatch clock? You mean the little
0: cuckoo, cuckoo? That's a cuckoo clock. I'm talking hatch clock is like this like half cylinder ish looking thing that had that like helps you go to sleep and then it helps you slowly wake up. And people said that it like really has improved their sleep and the quality of sleep. Huh? There's a hatch and it plays things like that. I
1: don't know. I can
0: sleep to the sound of a fan. Like I've
1: used to fall asleep
0: to the sounds of a box fan on Spotify.
1: I have to have, and actually the sound is as important as the feel to me. Mm-hmm. I have to, although the air is actually also important, I have to have like wind blowing on me.
0: I have to have like
1: air after, you know, circulating. A recent, a recent dream I had, and um, again, that's for Patreon. Yeah. Remember that one?
0: Yeah, I remember a few dreams that you had.
1: Well, no, it's just One predicted
0: you. the future
1: will two predict to the future and may actually hopefully three hopefully. <laughs> hopefully three dead if you know what i'm saying <laughs> um maybe i need to get tickets to BravoCon. <laughs> it sound his noise machine sounded to great. me actually like um the, um, the white lotus cafe. theme song
0: it was the rainforest cafe it was horrible
1: yeah terrible
0: and she's like what the fuck like this oh, is oh, a oh, this oh. is a moment where she's like We are not compatible in this, but I'm going to make it work.
1: But this is actually also to me where the show becomes like just, we are now in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. We're in rom-com. When she sat up and gave those eyebrows, like. (laughs) It's like, this is not the Carrie we used to know who dropped her spiked condo, her, her ribbed condoms in front of Big. Now speaking of big, we get my favorite scene of the episode when Mister John James Preston calls her mm-hmm. and Napa. initiates through phone sex, mm-hmm. um, in a way that is like perfectly. Time to turn carry on because he's talking about fashion. So mm-hmm. he's like, so he, it is like, I've never, this is how this man runs her ragged. He calls her That's and is fun. like, I want you to get me off mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it by talking about your dresses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, the it power of
1: heterosexual men sometimes, this is why they can run the world because they will exploit your weaknesses.
0: And he did. And she fell for it, she when fell into like, his trap.
1: Versace or Gucci? <laughs> like, bitch, hang up the phone. This man is this I man know. is beating off while, while you're but like <laughs> talking about like sample sales. This is but nuts. I
0: loved that the next morning at brunch she was like, um, so what did everyone do last night? I had fun sex with Big and just like moved along.
1: And I will say, as much as I disliked her eyebrow work during the bird call scene, I loved her. He called me. Her adamant yeah. to the like no no no.
0: Yeah, like I didn't seek this out.
1: And I love. Well, I tried to find a polite way out. Turns out there isn't one. <laughs> and because I because lo-
0: he he really did it in such a smooth way. Like he wasn't. Really, that's what that's- are hearing, bitch?
1: <laughs> and by the way, Miranda was a little judgmental. Lest we forget, when she was hot and horny, kicking her legs under the sheets oh when that man was thrusting, thrusting. <laughs>
0: And then he's like, hang on, I have another phone
1: phone call. <laughs> yeah. So, Miranda, Let's... chill, you. cool the fuck down. Please. <coughs> now, the next day, Burger or the next time she's there, Burger leaves her in the apartment. And I will say, I do now always think of something you said during season two, I think, that mm-hmm. that is something men do. They like to leave you in their apartment as a way of, like, feigning um, intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so Berger leaves her there. And Lauren calls. And again, there we go with that. Lauren. Oh, God. And I I have a lot of Laurens in my life. And I love all of them.
0: Yeah, I I know so many Laurens. And Lauren, that's a
1: beautiful name. But again, it's just like, Deb, Lauren, Jessica. Yeah. And she wants to get together for lunch. And he hits her with a fuck you and a fuck you. I was turned on. When he said that. Honestly, I
0: was too. And the double finger was, like, intense.
1: I haven't been I don't know
0: what I would do if my boyfriend did that.
1: I haven't been that turned on on this show since, um, Samantha's assistant. When he was... That says a
0: lot about you. Remember him? The one that was like,
1: shut up! (laughs) Yeah, shut up, you dumb bitch, and fuck me over this, like, Mm -hmm. fax machine.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots to unpack with that. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of you like what you like.
1: Yeah, we all do. You know, we shouldn't be policing anyone's desires.
0: We do not kink shame. Mm-mm. I do think some kinks should be shamed, though. Which ones? Oh,
1: where to begin?
0: The things I've heard.
1: Scatting. Not like beep. Oh. <laughs> like, but like um scat. Yeah, disgusting. If I don't, I don't personally want it, but I don't, I don't judge.
0: To me, it's a red flag because people that are interested in like feces and poops—that's like I, a sign of like sexual even, trauma as a child. I actually
1: don't even want to hear. Well, why is that their fault? They're victims. Well, I'm just
0: saying, like, well, I would be like, we need to talk about
1: that. So you're victim shaming.
0: Um, no, I'm not victim shaming. I'm saying Our let's talk about it. Our reviews are not going to be good. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying like. I'm not, listen, go okay. to therapy. Don't ask me to poop on you. Right. That's going on a t shirt. Go to therapy. Guys, merch will be coming. Don't ask me to poop on you.
1: Maybe merch is coming, you know, with yeah, that Yeah, drop saying. it in the
0: Patreon comments. What do you guys want to see? We'll I'll whip it up.
1: Yeah. Um, but. Um, so no scat work for you. No
0: pee.
1: Peeing I could do. Oh, God. On someone.
0: <laughs> I <think of> myself. <laughs>
1: I could, I could, I could pee on Please someone. stop. <laughs> in a bathtub.
0: Is this because of John Slattery? He,
1: yes, we talked about this, that it is something that if the right person asked me about it, I could see creating an environment in which I would be willing to do it. I would also want to like drink a ton of water. Water so my that piss day, it's gotta be crystal clear. clear.
0: Yeah, I can't be yellow. I don't want to see
1: any color. I want it basically to look like you're just it being can't be like, like bathed on.
0: Yeah, it's like not like sunny day,
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but like it. So it would be like I've got to get my urinary tract right. You have to be in a tub, and I'm not going to be peed on, but I will pee on you. Okay. So i got a lot of, so I I don't know. if Once you've had um, that many statements to it, is it even still a kink?
0: No, it's a lot it of rules. Like, it's not like work.
1: Yeah, honestly. I'm like, I can get back to you in the next 48 to 36 hours on
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me <laughs> find Stanley. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, Lauren.
1: So Carrie spiraling basically after the fuck you and fuck you. And again, I know we've said it a million times, but I love the scene of Carrie and Samantha walking down the street it's so cute i love when when samantha tries to relate what she's going through with smith and she's like yeah it's so crazy i paid this guy 300 after i fucked him and carrie's like that has nothing to do with what i just said when you're referring to his prostitution
0: (laughs) yeah correct and she's Uh, like oh
1: and so she can't sleep in burger's bed and they talk about lauren And Berger shares that she cheated on him and that he felt he didn't feel alive until Carrie. Mm -hmm. And then he says, do you want to share? And this is where I had such an interesting thought process about this episode, which is that I don't know what she shares because it cuts away before we hear anything, which I think is a disservice to the episode. But it positions it as because we see big is, is that is what the past she needs to exercise mm-hmm. is or exercise is big, not Aiden
0: mm-hmm.
1: And actually Aiden makes much so it makes more sense because of Berger's situation with Lauren
0: Being the interior designer
1: No, being the cheating. Oh duh that <laughs> being the interior designer <laughs> you're like was she also an interior designer? She was. No, she wasn't an interior designer. She just designed his apartment.
0: No, I think she was an interior designer.
1: Was she? I think he just said, Oh, she like she did this work in the apartment. I don't think so. Look, I Either wasn't way. dropped in Lauren. But no, certainly I was referring to, you know, cheating in terms. <laughs> Of the parallels between them. I'm like, why?
0: Because of trading spaces. Like, am I. Yeah, what? The Property Lauren? Brothers
1: were Lauren yeah. and Aiden on HGTV. Flip or
0: flop? Yeah. Like, I'm a mess. Okay. Love it or leave it. Yeah. Oh, love it or list it.
1: Yeah. 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 That's that podcast. Um, but no, that it centers it around big is so fascinating to me when it kind of shows to your point that she isn't being as transparent, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That the show positions as like what she's about to share with him is big.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if because she would of course never want to be the Lauren, which is who she is in that situation.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: And and so and again Sometimes I would Sometimes
0: you say things that are just so profound. Like I don't even and think. And then that I, that I say dumb things in. like
1: I would be on John's Lattery. So yeah. I am Charlotte.
0: <laughs> yeah. Isn't my hair is too shiny today?
1: And I don't know what's going on with my dry patch. I really, I can't is actually it still there. Yes. Wow. My dry patch is your version of that sty. It's like a. It's I every
0: sty. What? Like
1: yeah, you talked about it for six months. And no, I did.
0: You did.
1: And this dry patch is going to be that. Like it's every day. I'm like trying to get at it.
0: Wow, that's so frustrating.
1: I know. I'm, you know, barreling towards a chemical peel. The other thing I wanted to say about this is, is that, again, we know so much more about Burger's interior life than any other man on this show. And I get that people don't like him, but he truly is the most well-written male character in Insects in the City's history. But that's history. why people
0: don't like him.
1: He, because <laughs> think about... Because he's too real. But think about Big, Steve, Aiden, Harry, Trey... Richard Smith, Big Bones. But
0: I think that that's the thing is like people liked that like escape the, almost like they don't really have and we're a big. In the muck but they and the like mire project their their big onto the big like.
1: But we that. don't got no bigs. We got That's what I'm
0: saying. Like you like to try like, to not like. Not
1: one person in the history of the world has ever had a big.
0: No, but I'm every saying man, like every man,
1: any person you like to
0: think you do. Like if you're dating like a finance guy, you're automatically like he's a big. No and, one's ever like because there's too many fucking burgers. And I
1: gotta tell you guys, you dating the finance not, bro, he a burger.
0: He's a burger.
1: You're dating a you're dating a, a history boned. teacher. He's a burger. You're yeah. a, like every man is a burger. <laughs> Except me. Well, again, I'll maybe put that over on Patreon because you know, as you've said, I do have some big ass tendencies. What well, remember? well, we, I don't get into it, but the story that I told you earlier this week about the guy
0: oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that was unfortunate. Uh,
0: you were wearing your big hat that day,
1: I often am on a lot of my dates, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm often dressed in all black and then just disappear into the night, yeah. But I just think that we've never seen a scene with another man on this show like Berger. Like the one we see with I Berger agree. where he literally is talking about his emotional life. His interiority. It is so rare. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know, I really... I, and I also think Ron Livingston is such an earnest, real actor that... I was like, can the camera just start following him? I'm kind of done with Carrie.
0: <laughs> I just think, like... He is just so real. Like it's he's such so a dude. Triggering. I mean, he's a dude. He do you just think he's a digger?
1: He's a dude.
0: Oh, because he's he, he, he a, ain't
1: no digger. He, I would actually say he's more I would say that he's actually akin to Luke, who I think is an incredibly well written male character.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Like, I wouldn't say any of the the other men on Gilmore Girls to for the most part have flaws and mm-hmm. positives. Luke is the one where it's like, oh God, he's such a Dude, Mm -hmm. Like, he can't figure out how to communicate, and yet he's overly emotional sometimes, and then he pulls away. Then he wants to be all in, in a weird... And it's like, sir, we're on our first date. Yeah. Like... Like if Very we really want to talk about like Gilmore girls and Lorelai and like Luke's first date, what he does is actively insane and you should run away. Like, hey, you gave this to me twelve eighteen years ago. I've carried in my wallet every day. And I need you to know, Lorelai, I'm in. I'm all I'm in. All in. Sir.
0: Yeah, it's what? aggressive. It you also just
1: like experience. you basically also just took me to a restaurant. <laughs> like told me you have a secret life that to i don't be like know a cracker barrel <laughs> well it's also like i don't know anything about you like she just showed up to this restaurant right. where he's like hey this is basically my surrogate parents you've never heard of
0: mhm is where I is... come every week
1: <laughs> and now you're like just as nifia also i'm in i'm all in i would like to marry you and i'll be buying us a home in 12 days yeah it's like no you are luke is ai he's a, <laughs> a terrifying man the-
0: Luke is AI. Oh, my
1: God. What? Look. Hang on.
0: They're sitting together.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they do
0: that all the time. They don't.
1: Can we get back to this? They're probably like, bitch, can you get off that mic?
0: Sorry. <laughs> anyway.
1: So she calls big. What did you think of their final conversation?
0: I love the subtlety... That she can pick up on that, like, something is weird.
1: Oh, like see, I don't very... think she does pick up on it. That's so interesting. So we completely read that scene differently.
0: Yeah, I've pictured, I could see her, like, the way that she looked at the phone after and was like, that was
1: really weird. I think what she's picking up on is, is that something has shifted. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that she is aware. I think it's like we are now seeing the beginning that Carrie is in control of their Mm -hmm. relationship. For the first time, she is calling him and setting the boundaries. I mean, the last time we saw this, I'm sorry, not the last time we saw this man, but when he left New York, she literally found out by accident. He was like, yeah, I'm leaving in two days. Mm -hmm. And and even when she went to San Francisco, actually, he gets to dictate, like, I want to talk about this. And then in the morning, I'm okay with finally having sex. This -hmm. is the first time she lays a boundary. She gets to say, this is over. And there is a certain, um, I think, feeling of I won. To me, it was like, oh, this is the thing we're going to follow. Right to her yelling at him in the finale. Wow. And there's that small moment where she wavers when he's sick. But then he puts his wall up. Mm Mm-hmm. And they miss and one another. But
0: she's okay after that. Yeah. Which I love I, that scene.
1: Yeah, and then she just orders food for them mm-hmm. r- and realizes, like, great, this is what this... I kind of let... I fuck. I let my guard down. mm mm-hmm. But
0: I can put it back up But just I'm gonna as put it back
1: up and now let's just let it be what this was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really loved both of the burger... The uh, big scenes in this episode. And I'm really looking forward to... It. There's a small scene in a few weeks where she calls him from a... um where he I, either one of them calls one another, and she's in like a vintage shop looking for like a dolce kimono, and he's like, "How are the tricks, kids?" They just have such great chemistry. I will say, I don't know about um the production design of, of California. Of hot tub, <laughs> it looked like they rolled like a Scooby Doo scram behind looks him.
0: Crazy. It was like watercolor.
1: Yeah, it was it's like, crazy. like, guys, just like have him be in his home.
0: Yeah, they didn't need to do all that. <laughs> it's nuts.
1: And they were like, we won't have any wardrobe from him, so just throw him in a hot tub. Throw him in a tub. And he pops out just like out of the water, like, like free willy. <laughs> he does he's got a cigar and a bottle of wine i'm like this concept of what this man is up to in la is wild
0: i love it him and napa Napa is just so crazy
1: and so the episode ends where carrie buys a new sound machine and they decide on a fresh start Mm -hmm. and the last thing i wanted to ask you about why do you think it ended on that strange lullaby music it was like twinkle twinkle little star
0: well, because they're going to sleep.
1: I know, but it's just like, couldn't we have just heard, like, the clouds? Or, or it just seemed weird to me. I don't know. Yeah,
0: it was definitely weird. But this is where we're getting into the rom-com territory. That and also the music
1: on this show has always been fucking nuts. As we've as learned, we've learned yeah. from
0: listening to the clips.
1: Yeah, um, I think, and I don't know if you agree, I, I'm, I'm happy to skip fashion this week because I didn't take yeah. any fashion notes. In terms of men, Steve, Harry, Berger, Jerry Smith, and Big.
0: Jerry Jared for me all the way.
1: I'm a bigger boy this week. He got me good. He got me. What good. was
0: what was it about him this week?
1: I don't know. I enjoyed just this phone. The sexy phone call was really making me laugh, mm-hmm. and I really appreciated um, the silent acceptance of their new space.
0: Yeah, it's powerful.
1: And um, powerful Harry. I don't know what's going on with him. Burger. Burger Ugh. would be my number Burger's two. Burger's got that weird
0: frog machine.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a hard pass for me. And Steve <laughs> was just at his literal worst. Yeah. And what would usual. you give this one out of ten?
0: Honestly, I would probably give it a seven.
1: I was going to say I'd give it a seven and a half. So yeah. it was. I mean, it was good. If it didn't just feel so long.
0: It felt really long
1: I, maybe the scenes themselves were longer i just and it also wasn't very funny i didn't find myself laughing no, a lot
0: it, it wasn't funny this is like it, it was just a an episode to move the
1: plot but i did like all of the plot they moved i agree but it just didn't i wasn't really i don't think i had maybe i maybe had one or two laughs but not a ton
0: yeah i wasn't like chuckling
1: And I don't know what we're going into next week.
0: We get Dr. Robert Leeds next week.
1: Finally, because you swore to me he appeared in episode two. (laughs) I've been waiting. (laughs) I swore he did. (laughs) I've been waiting week to week. I was like, is this the one?
0: Yeah. No, my bad.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss season six, episode four. Pick a little, talk a little. Oh, well, is that also the scrunchie episode? Mm Mm-hmm well we're gonna that's gonna be an epic fight next week just about simply scrunchies can't wait and hair adornments on someone make sure you subscribe rate and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and of course you can join us on patreon at patreon.com slash shortcomings podcast and you can follow us online I'm at c lewis1219 on instagram sam where are you
0: I'm at bravo historian whoa I'm at bravo historian on instagram I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram and I'm at Take Your Show Loft on Twitter.
1: Bye. Bye.